Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am your host, Kente, coming all the way live from Los Angeles, California. This is episode number 128. I am joined by the beautiful, the talented, the fresh move skinned Shannon Ford Jefferson. How are you doing? Hi, how are you? Light love from Key West, Florida. Yes. I mean, we could do a whole show about your skin. Um, <laughs> I need to do a little more research on on your your products that you use so uh we're gonna we're gonna table that one to next week well let's just go ahead and get that part out of the way cleansing witch hazel moisturizer coconut oil or avocado oil depending on what mood i'm in two or fat boys i I, you know it's funny she's talking about i said that i'm gonna do a show uh for plus size men we're gonna do all we're gonna do a fat boy show but i i that was meat on this bone so i'm here for it yeah we're gonna do a uh well i was i was gonna call it a, a, a more derogatory term <laughs> but uh uh but no so we're gonna do that all fat dude show <laughs> uh the trials and tribulations of a of a big negro <laughs> uh, look, look not doing it you know what when you reach out to people to be on that show they're gonna be like hey wait a minute why am i why am i on the show <laughs> you ain't gonna have no friends <laughs> they're gonna be like wait a minute why, why you want me on the show I'm like why you think <laughs> you ain't gonna have no friends you know if you're doing the show on like loose people and then you like reach out to someone be like hey i'm doing the show about people who are loose and they'll be like and would you want me to point you in the direction of someone loose? And they're like, no, no. I mean, you know, you out there, you know. <laughs> I don't like you. Yes. Yeah. So, so uh, any loose people out there? I would love to do a show on how y'all get down. No, don't do that. So, all right. So, um, tonight tonight's topic is something I've been wanting to talk about for a while. Um, we've talked about online dating in the past, but. I really want to talk about how online dating has really shaped the way that we communicate and the way that we uh, meet each other and, you know, how, how the game has really changed. Yeah. Now, I think both of us are not necessarily online daters. So we're going to go off of our opinion of. I've tried it. Oh, see, you, you have more um, information you know, anecdotally than I do. But, uh, I'll try it. Uh, see, Ryan says he's dating again. So um, l- l- let me let me talk about the old days. Please do, because I know nothing about them. You have let, my undivided attention. I think Dre knows about these old days I'm about to bring up. Ryan knows about these old days. I don't me know. Man, I hate dating. It's so hard. Mar- Marisol... She know about the old days. She old like us. Oh, uh, you. Oh, <laughs> you. Just you. I was young. So I- I'm talking about a time and a place before online dating was the norm. Mm-hmm. Let me let me go back to the old days, fellas. Can you just come back with me? Do y'all remember the old days when you would go to a mall with your homeboys? And you get numbers, and you you might see who had got the most numbers. You know, hey baby, I, can I get your number? 
uh, the people in my group said it, you know, you back in the day when you would see a Shannon or a, or a, Ma- a Marty and you would walk up to her and you would say some corny shit and they would giggle and you get their number. Remember them days? Them days was so special. And I remember, I remember not having a pen. I mean, not having a paper and writing a girl's number on my arm and hoping I don't sweat because the number might start disappearing. Remember that? Did anybody do that? Or you write it on your hand and then you get home and you're like, dang, is this a seven? (laughs) Is this a nine? (laughs) You're like, you don't even know what the number is. That's a mess. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, man. And then you're, you're sitting there trying to re-put the number back together. I remember them days. So I always have to have paper and pen on you. That's true. Probably a real player would do that. Maybe we were pseudo players back in the day. So I guess oh, we were always ready. I'm a writer. Yeah. See, sometimes I did. Sometimes I didn't. It just depends. Going there, if I was going to a certain place, and I knew there was gonna be ladies there, and I knew I would have to, I might have to get some numbers. Then <laughs> today, people sharing barcodes for Snap. I am done. <laughs> <laughs> I am done. What's your Snap? I've heard that. I've heard that. I had to get into the what's your Instagram thing. I don't, I don't share my social media when I'm interested in someone. Like, I want your phone number. I want to get to know you better. I want to know if we mesh well in conversation. Um, Like, I don't want to know how many followers you got. Because I'm not trying to be a follower. Mm. Hey, what's up, Brad? Um, Hi, Bradley. I I feel you. Okay, this is what I'm going to say. We're going to get into some old school dating, and then we're going to get into the new stuff. The new age boo-boo crap. The the new age boo-boo crap, right. Okay, so I feel like you want to get a woman to give you her number. Mm-hmm. That's important, right? You see Shannon, right? You interested in Shannon. So to kind of get her, make sure she's interested back, you want to get Shannon to give you her number. It's important. You do the whole, well, here's my number. Is she not interested? Or she says, you know, I'll take your number. Is she not is she not interested? Luke, Shannon ain't calling you. Shannon is not calling you. Okay. So you want to get her to give you her number, right? Yeah. But there is a flip side to it. There is a flip side. If say, like somehow Shannon does get her your number. And Shannon calls you, that's big. Because you're not gonna call more than likely you're gonna call if you're super interested. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna call on some BS unless you just got nothing else to do, you know. <laughs> and you just you want a, a a story to tell your homegirls. But I don't think I don't think someone like Shannon get down like that. So don't. that art is gone, it seems like it is like, art. It is an art, um, but I think mm-hmm. social media has jaded how we communicate. Um, the mm-hmm. 
times of deep conversation or even just conversing period, having the ability to put nouns and verbs together opposed to LOLs and emojis and people can have whole conversations and I'm not people because I don't get it sometimes, but people Mm -hmm. have whole conversations with emojis and I'm like, what are y'all actually talking about? Like, and then they swear they in relationships off of 29 pages of emojis. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that millennial. I I have a conversation. I need to know your noun and your verb agree. I need to know that you can put words together that actually make sense and that you are not in trans in this emoji community and these shorthand LOL, OMGs, IDKs. Like, I don't have time for that. Like, we're not doing that. You can't date me if that's the only means of conversation that you have. So sick of LOLs. I, I am too. I am too, especially if that's like the, the full breadth of your communication. You know, I mean, it's nothing wrong with a little LOL here and there, but if that's the only way you communicate, then it's not, yeah, you goofy. Um, let's see. It says, I got told of Tinder. Wait, is it? I got I got told of Tinder for sharing about my life. Nobody wanted to talk. <laughs> right. Yeah. People don't know what they want to do. But people are uh, shallow, uh, very surface. You know, people are more so looking for likes and follows, and not relationships of substance and meaning. Like, let me ask this question because I've heard you say this before, and since you know, uh, I'm gonna lean on you as being the woman on this panel. Uh, <laughs> is you talk. I've heard you talk about being places and you see men looking like they're interested, but maybe I don't know if they're, they're scared or whatever they look, but they don't approach. Um, talk, talk a little bit about that and, and how that makes you feel. Uh, well, I wrote a poem about it. Uh, oh, wow. You want to hear it? Here we go. Nope, not and I'm about to go dig in the archive files. It was called um what it feels like to not be chosen. Mm. Um so how I feel about that, I don't know. I, I mean some days I feel like, well, he wasn't the one anyway, and other days I'm like, I just wanna go on a date. But I don't wanna go on a date with just anybody. Like I wanna actually enjoy the company I'm with. And sometimes people's approach just be off to me. Mm. So, okay. So help a help a brother out. What's a bad approach to you? I mean, we know that hey, shoddy, and all of that. Okay. Well, this wasn't necessarily somebody approaching me, but it was the approach and what he needed that was off. So I was walking out of the grocery store, and a guy says, "Hello, how are you?" And I said, "I'm good. How are you?" And he said, I'm good now that you spoke. And so I kept proceeding to walk to my car. It's like dark 30 anyway, and I'm trying to get home. And so like less than a minute later, I hear this, excuse me, excuse me. And I like turned to the side and this person was behind me walking towards me. And I was like, what is happening right now? Like I literally just walked past you two breaths ago. And I just was turned off by that. Cause I'm like, first of all, I don't know you from a can of paint. It's dark out here. Why are you following me? And he had said something about an address as I was continually walking away from him. 
it didn't even matter at that point because I was like, mm, I'm not trying to be in your trunk chopped up in pieces. So mm. have a good day. Bye. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that's that's not a good look. It was just awkward. But for the mm. most part, guys, do not approach me. So I don't really have no problem. Do you think it's a intimidation? Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm you always like legit smiling. What is there to be intimidated by? Mm. How tall are you again? You're like foot five, six? Five, six. Mm. I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, I think also it's well. We've talked about this. A lot of it is where your your location. Oh, please don't tell me. I I keep a backpack. I am ready to skirt 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 on up mm. here. So, um, what about when you get approached with a description of like, hey, dark skin, <laughs> hey, thick thickness dark or something. Yeah. yeah, no, thank you. Um, I get the I get called chocolate chip, but that's only when people are getting to know me on an intimate basis, like right. and I don't mean intimate sex, just intimate knowledge. Um because I really check people about that. My name is Shannon, that's what you can call me, because you can't get to those nicknames if you don't know me. Like right. That's too personal to me. That's too. That's just too much. And I didn't grow up with nicknames, so it's not like I'm used to people calling me Bay and Boo and Honey. But yeah, the, did you just say tell them, Shan? Cut it. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it out. Um, but yeah, so I don't. I don't really respond to. What did you say? D- Dark skin. dark skin or yeah, nobody yeah. actually says that they like um you know sometimes people will be like oh your complexion is like dope like you are beautiful ma but i've never i don't think i've ever heard anybody say hey dark skin like i don't know how i would feel about that first off because mm. i'm not about that whole light skin dark skin thing like mm-hmm. you know i'll tell you any day darker than Darker the berry, the sweeter the juice, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Some people don't necessarily subscribe to that theory. Mm. Yeah, I, I hear that a lot. The um, people doing that. I don't, know, I don't know why people think that's cool to do that. Uh, yeah, or you know, or they'll you know whatever it is. If you're tall, uh, you know they'll reference your height, or if you're short. Hey, shorty, you know, <laughs> like, damn, you know, so I always think that's kind of bizarre, but when yeah. anyway, so, okay, so we've established back in the day, people were more apt to approach people, mm-hmm. and now it just seems like there's a wall or a barrier that keeps people from uh, approaching other people, and so now the way that you find people is online and uh i don't know what the numbers are i probably should have looked them up yeah but a huge percentage of people do their their uh search for a mate online yep and there's some okay i want to start with some positives there are some positives when you meet someone online before you meet them in person is legitimately you could conversate with them for a period of time and get to kind of know them or at least 
the person that they show to you <laughs> they are yeah you know um which is the same way if you're going in in a face-to-face date too mm-hmm. hey raquel how you doing hey, raquel? raquel and um so um so that's a good that's a that could be a positive is you get to know someone it's not a hundred percent on exterior you know potentially or maybe you maybe you deal be by that past that possibly uh that could happen um also you ain't waste no resources in <laughs> you mean like in, financial or just time like well i mean you you will waste time potentially time outside of your house i mean you could be literally right. sitting at home in your underwear eating a bowl of cereal talking to this person on the internet right and you know, especially if you're a guy who who pays, you know, for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I get to know her via online or whatnot, um, you know, I'm not taking her out, spending a bunch of money, you know, going to Red Lobster or whatever corny place you go, Chili's or uh, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Um, so in that regard, you can get to know someone. And then by the time, hopefully, you establish a real bond, then you can start, you know, maybe using resources. So in that in that case, that's a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. Um, I'm trying to think of more good things. Well, one thing is, is you can also try to find somebody that specifically fits whatever you're looking for. Um, you know, you can almost do it like I always say, like an Amazon purchase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could. You know, so say like this: I'm looking for a woman five foot six, uh, from the Midwest, dark skin, <laughs> with glasses. You know, I could be like, I could just type that in, right? And then Shannon's gonna pop up. You know what I'm saying? Really? Yeah. <laughs> If if we could create an app like that, yeah, you know, just you know, you could you can narrow down your search and get exactly what you want. You could, you know, um, so that's the that's a positive of online dating as well. Yeah. Potentially, that that word potentially, potentially, because people do lie. People do use uh, pictures from when they were in high school and now they 40 something. Yeah. You know, which is always goofy to me. Why would you use an old picture when event, you know? Um, And then, um, you know, people are deceptive online, but people are deceptive in face to face as well. They are. So, you know, I mean, there's good and bad both ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, catfishing, right. Catfishing is a big thing. It is. so the problem I have with online only is hey Raquel, I like that I love the meeting uh someone in person, you know, yeah. and it just seems like th- th- I don't know, man, it's like them days seem to be over uh you know, you rarely even hear about people who met like that like there was a time where if you said. I met my girlfriend or boyfriend online. It was like, 
You know, like what? Oh no, they could be a serial killer is the first thing out their mouth. <laughs> now it's like this. You'd be like, how'd you meet your girlfriend or boyfriend? It's like, oh, we was at the, I was at the market and that's how I met him. And they're like, oh my God, you just met somebody in person? Like, you know, now it's like totally flipped. It's now it's like you meet somebody in person. It's like you're now you're the weirdo if you met someone on the street corner or wherever you, you know, were at. You know, and that goes back to people's ability to like we have with the growing um, with the growth of technology, with the growth of trinkets and toys and electronics and things that pretty much make us lazy um, or make life more convenient. Um, you know, they have those kiosk where you don't need a person to order your food. So we are losing the art of human connection and engagement, which means we are devoid of conflict resolution, rational problem solving, um, because we are simplifying everything and taking out all of the joy and the the, the art, artistry of authentic relationships. Mm. everything is more surface or a quick fix or a fast food ordeal opposed to the crock pot of things. You know, people say all the time, well, I can't believe you still own CDs or DVDs or everything is MP3 now, or you can get digital And it's like, we're losing the art of doing things where we engage in human interactions with people. And mm. So many people can't have, don't have basic communication skills. Um, have you ever seen a young person try to have a conversation and they're talking about something that's related to social media instead of a real conversation? And it's like, right, we're not on the same page. What are you talking about? Right, right. Like this doesn't work for me. There's a there's a breakdown in how we do relationships. And it's unfortunate. For some people, it may work. But I don't think that they're actually digging deeper and getting to know each other better. And that's just me. I, don't, I could put away a phone. I don't need to have a phone at a dinner table to have a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. I don't need to take a... Well, don't get me wrong. I do like to take pictures of food to post later. But I'm not going to spend my whole in evening or environment or experience doing that like for me human interaction is so much important or more important than likes and followers like i like to have that face-to-face time i don't like talking on the phone i could do without a text message let me see you let me touch you let me feel you let me laugh with you face to face i need that human interaction and lol is not enough for me Mm -hmm. let me say something that it might raise the ire of the audience and who, maybe even yourself. Um, but do you feel like this new paradigm of the online and social media stuff is more negatively affecting males and their relationship with women even more so than, than women with men? And, and, and let me say the reason why I say this is it is not a very masculine thing. Mm-hmm. The, the social media narrative of trying to do all this. And women often talk about the w- women often talk about 
uh, how men are not like men are not uh, men anymore, you know? Okay. You know? Uh, and. Okay. about that somebody was at my, on my side gate uh but um uh all right as we <laughs> let me do this um i'll be right back uh just tell everybody about your book i'll be right back <laughs> okay so since we are paused in this dating online dating actually i want to continue to talk about it now that kente is not here because now i can tell y'all all my business without him scrutinizing so back in 2013, and then we'll pretend like we was talking about the book when he get back. So back in 2013, I had done a dare with a girlfriend. She had got on um, plentyoffish.com. And I was like, what the heck is POF? I didn't know what it stood for. I was like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And she was talking about these guys. And I didn't know nothing about no Tinder, no swipe left, no swipe right. I was oblivious. And so I was meeting people like at the store, at the restaurant, at the gym, like where you should be meeting people at church. And she was like, do it with me, do it with me. And so the year of 2014, after I had been on Plenty of Fish for about uh, four months, I met quite a few interesting characters. I had one guy tell me at a Starbucks in Miami off of Biscayne Boulevard that he was going to go home and pray because he thought I would be an excellent mother, even though I had told him at our meet and greet that I was not interested in having children with him or anyone. Like, that was not my interest in life. But he was certain that I was meant to be with him. So he was going to go home and pray over it. And I was like, well, you go and pray, bro. Uh, not going to happen, but do what you need to do. And so I will never forget, this is a lesson of online dating for me. I met two individuals who I thought were very interesting, very intriguing. I wanted to get to know both of them better, but I can't do two things at once. Okay, and so my book um, will be coming out in 2020, Dismantling Daddy Dysfunctions. I can say. Hey. Did you get everything squared away? Yeah, somebody was at my side gate. And they were yelling and screaming, and so I oh. I let them in. They're chilling in the front. Okay, that sounds interesting. So yeah, I was able to keep the seat comfortable and talk about some good stuff. Um, but so now that you're back, I can continue this conversation. Yeah, um, sure. Go ahead. Okay, so what you missed was my book is going to come out in 2020. But we're going to get back to these online dating relationships. What I was going to say to the lovely people is I tried this online dating experience and there were two guys in particular and they were very interesting, intriguing, wanted to get to know better. But see, I can't talk to more than one person at once. I get confused. I don't know who I told the story to. And they'd be like, well, you already told me that. And yeah, that's just, I can't multitask with people like that, especially people I'm attracted to. And so I was invested in this one guy, but see, therein lied the problem. I should have found out how to multitask because then I would have saved myself a whole lot of confusion 10 months later dating this person when I should have dated the other guy. 
And I remember seeing the other guy like a year and a half later. And he was like, and we had went out on a couple of dates. And he was like, yeah, why you didn't give me an opportunity? And I was like, yeah, no, I should have. So don't do it, people. No online dating. The other guy, the one I chose where I killed or the one that I should have chose? Because now I'm about to tell you some stuff. The one I should have chose, he he was the better option emotionally. He was more emotionally available. The other guy that I chose, I chose him because there was some chemistry. We were both Sagittarius's and there was just, I don't know. It was something different. Sometimes something different ain't better. So lesson learned, lesson learned. Mm. And usually when I'm done with you, I'm done with you. So I couldn't even tell you what he's doing today in his life. I have no idea. Leo's rock. Hilarious. It's Leo's rock. My mother's a Leo. Shout outs to Anthony, even though he's not in our um, show right now. His birthday was yesterday. He is a Leo as well. Oh, wow. All right. Um, uh, the point I was making earlier was that you hear often women say that they want their men to be men, right? Of course we do. And I feel like a lot of the whole online social media stuff is not very manly, mm -hmm. if you will. Um, and it puts us in a place of, I mean, obviously not every guy deals with it the same way. So, so at the end of the day, it does go to who you are as a person, but mm -hmm. I feel like it kind of sets it, it sets everything up for easier to run games, you know, and there's a lot of guys who don't act in a masculine way when they deal with women. There's a lot of reasons for it, right? Um, I don't know if it's masculine so much as it is letting what you say match with what you're doing. True that. True that. Um, I've noticed that just what I've seen. What's up, Justin? Hi, Justin. I, is like, like there's something about when you see somebody face to face, and you look them in the eye versus on a screen, you know, no, they're not even real. They're not even real. They're like not even human, you know, to a lot of, a lot of people, you know, and I don't know, man. It's like, I like that grabbing someone, shaking someone's hand, looking them in the eye type thing. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, not everybody's like that. Everybody, people like that disconnect. But that's what I'm saying. People have gotten com uh, they've gotten comfortable with shallow and surface. Like it's easier. You know, a lot of people tend to be, you know, some people are socially awkward and don't really know how to engage someone they're attracted to or someone that they like or um and we've been doing a lot of unpacking of traumas and hurts. And so for people to go from real conversation to the social media influx emojis and shorthanded lols omgs jk's to now unpacking my trauma which eliminates all the emojis and the lols because now you have to actually use words and heal your hurts and 
find your wholeness and get to your happy and then try to insert that conversation in another person's life and see if your hurts and healing are compatible with that person. That's a lot of guts. And some people just ain't about their life. Nah, yeah. Can we talk about tacos instead? Well, it's not Tuesday, so. No, but that's what I'm saying. That's what, again, people surface in shallow. And. Okay, I hear that a lot. Okay, so they'll say, oh, I, when I go on these dates, they, they're not talking about anything. They're surface and shallow conversation. Now, on a first date. It should be lighthearted. It shouldn't right. really require a whole lot. You're not asking for a blood sample, your social security number, you know, your date of birth. But it also depends on what the purpose is. Some people go into it dating with a purpose. I didn't see you. I didn't talk to you. I didn't expose myself to you in a conversation uh, over the phone for the last four months. And now we getting together and we doing this thing. So we're going to have this conversation. It's going to be legit. Some people do more talking before they do actual meeting. And you've already asked, what's your favorite color? How you like your eggs? Do you drink coffee? What's your favorite restaurant? How many siblings do you have? So you can pass all that before you even meet because people are meeting on social media. So I'm, I've already DM'd you a thousand questions by now. And if we don't live in the same area, it's easy to ask all those questions before I actually meet you. Right. But I'd rather meet you and put the depth and the dope and the discussion together with the individual so I can see how the ebb and flow of who we are together is. Like, do you laugh at your own jokes? Are you, you know, sideline corny? Do you not understand how funny you are? Or, you know, different things like that. You can't necessarily always engage that. And you don't necessarily know what somebody's feeling based on what they type. Well, I mean, I'm obviously hilarious. No, you're not. But okay. You're quiet. <laughs> but okay. I'm, I'm obviously hilarious. I mean, that's what you come on. Yourself. Come on. I mean, put a one in the chat if you believe I'm hilarious. Uh, but, um, and there are none. <laughs> what do you know? Give them a moment. You know? yeah. What do you know? What do you know? Let's <laughs> overcome I'll with get it started. Uh, you know what? Forget all y'all. <laughs> Forget all y'all. I make, I make you laugh, okay? Every Monday. So uh, y'all can't wait to hear my. Uh, okay. <laughs> Look. That's DJ, DJ Move. Uh, but um, no, but seriously, real talk. I'm still waiting, Raquel. I'm waiting on my one. <laughs> Can I get my one? No, 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 at least, no. At least from you, Raquel. Come on, I gotta get my one. Moving right along. Oh, uh, wow. See, forget y'all. These ain't these ain't my real people. <laughs> <laughs> my keyboard, break. <laughs> right? Uh, Stephanie, just put one in the chat room. That's all you need no, to do is uh, do not. Do not. put one in the chat room. No, 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 no. I can always count on Stephanie. Stephanie got my back. Stephanie, so, don't do it. Don't do it, sis. Yes. Uh, y'all should have had me on the um. Hey, jump, jump in. We're just really getting this thing started. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, uh. 
Oh, oh, ninety six. Oh, wow, you're OG. Jeez, ninety six. OG. Ninety six. Man, I was I was out of high school for a year, uh, in ninety six. I'm here yeah. for it. Oh, there's Ryan. What's up, Ryan? Ryan. What's up? So, let me. Okay, before you start, you live in um, Calgary? Yep. Okay, so a lot of guys have this fantasy of Canadian, the Canadian dating scene, that it's amazing and it's this, this wonderful, the, the women are like perfect and sweet and it's just like manna from heaven everywhere around. Um, so online dating must be super easy in Canada, right? Not for me. <laughs> Why not for you? Don't know what it is. Um, I like, you know, that face app, maybe because I don't have a beard, maybe because my chin is too small or something like that. Um, <laughs> no, legit. I went on a face app to add a little extra beard and I got more results. Uh, but really? online dating for me in it's always been a problem. I've expressed this on multiple, multiple, multiple times, multiple blabs and get vocals. But like in Alberta, there's not a lot of black women and not a lot of people that are immersed in black culture. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, I find myself out of place. Not only am I vegan, but I'm a Sabian. So I like, I'm into Dr. Sabi food. So that's like beyond people's mental capacity and I'm agnostic theist and it goes down. So I'm a nerd and I'm atypical. So it, it's really hard to find, uh, to, to date. And there's not a lot of sisters. And if there's, you know, the sisters are looking, they all got blue contacts. Anyone that's on, because a lot of sisters don't go on Tinder and don't go on a lot of these dating websites. You'll find, you'll probably find them at church. But the ones mm. that you do find on the apps, they're positioning themselves for white guys. So they got like blue contacts and their weave is flowing. Like, you know, it's not, um, you know, they're not look, they're not checking for a guy like me. Right. They want, they want the, they want the, the top guys that are in my city. So it, it's very tough. So you're finding. saying there's a lot of bedwenches in, uh, <laughs> in in uh, Canada is what you're trying to say. Well, can okay, just like talking about Africa, Canada is a country, and we have right. provinces. Alberta is very specifically where I'm from, city wise. We don't have a lot of black people here in Calgary, um, so it's makes it. And we're white collar, we're a white collar city, so you're not going to get a diverse group of people and. You know, and if you do, they're they're just up, uppity, and they don't like the sort of conversations that we talk about. If you go to Toronto or you go to Vancouver, you may get more diverse diversity there. But where I'm from, like dating sucks, and the only type of women that I get really is uh, women that only date black guys, and they're these white women that. You know, they're plus size women, nothing wrong with plus size women, but they have a specific, they, they feel like, I always feel like they like me because, you know, no other man would, would date them. And that's kind of the vibe you get from them. No, legit, legit. 
And it's, it's true. And it's hard to say it because people get mad at me for saying it, but it's like, no, because when you talk to them, because I'll swipe them, because I think, you know, sometimes they're pretty, whatever. I, I'll swipe, and then they're like, yeah, I only date black guys. Oh. I, I only date. I want mocha babies. And, oh, you know, the, the this is like the very beginning of a conversation. <laughs> okay. They want mocha babies. All right. Mocha uh -huh. babies. Yes. And then so, you know, and then when you look at their Instagram they have no black friends. They know nothing about the culture. When you start talking about social things that are happening in the media or someone got killed, like I like the last girl I was dating, like we would argue all the time because she just, you know, she's, she loves black guys so much, but when it comes to my issues, she could not relate at all. Wow. So, it, you know, I wish I could date more sisters, but I can't, you know, it's just not the way that it works in the city. You know, for me anyway, I think you know, I would do well do? better if I was in a bigger, bigger, bigger city. You know, what we're going to do is, uh, they like to be hilarious. Uh, we're going to, we're going to export some, uh, sisters from Atlanta up to, uh, where you are just for you, man. We got, we got you. We got you. So there's another honest to God. If you could, I would definitely, because that's the thing, if you know, it's not even, it's just options. I think we go online, you know, I think we all want options. We want to be able to, to kind of choose. I feel like with my online dating experience, like I don't have a choice. Like I have to pick a particular type of person that, that has the same patterns and same lifestyle as the other people that I match with. So it's, it's not fair. You know, I don't get a, well, I can't say it's not fair because, you know, people like what they like. Um, but it's not, I, I don't get a diverse group of women that are interested in me. I get a, a type of woman that knows exactly what she wants. She yeah. just wants a black guy and she wants to have fun. And, you know, she doesn't want to hear my, it's like, I wish they just cracked that code and allow me to just be myself. And I actually catfish, I actually did a, a experiment and I, I posed up as a white guy and I took a guy that's not as attractive as me. And, <laughs> and I swiped the same women and their conversation was completely different. They mm. were like, oh my God, I love your dog. And oh my God, I love this. And I love that. And, you know, tell me a little bit more about this. They were more likely to, to say hi to me, me being a white man and not as attractive than they were to me with me that I had like suits on. I had all kinds of stuff. Like I, I was looking good in my pictures. I, I, I think, and I didn't get the same response. So, you know, it really digs at your self-esteem because you're like, uh -huh. what, what is wrong with me? Like, what, uh -huh. what am I doing wrong? Stephanie had a question for you, Ryan. She said, are you opposed to long distance? This is where my struggle lies. No, you know, I've been thinking about that because I was like, you know what? I want to get my money straight and I want to travel. I, I would love to be in a relationship with someone that is on the same mindset, but also can understand my struggle. Yeah. You know, I value that. And like, there's something when you talk to even coming on to these, like these, like talking to you, Kente, Shannon, Steph, when I come in this group, it's like a part of me opens up. Like I can actually have deep 
intellectual conversations about everything. And I feel every time I leave these conversations, I feel so good, you know, and I lack that here. So I, I'm not afraid. I, I think I was talking to my sister because my sister's in the same boat. She's an attractive woman. She works in corporate Calgary. She makes a lot of money and she has the same issues. And we're like, yo, she went to Toronto and she came back. She's like, yo, I think I'm going to probably travel. I think I want to move to Toronto. You know, I'm not opposed because at this point, I think what I value um, is worth the long distance relationship, to be honest. Yes, Ryan, I agree. We're going to do a dating game show. We're going to get you a long distance pool. I I really feel like on uh, long distance is probably the best. Um, especially here. Hey, take a seat and tell us about that. Continue, Kente. Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, on this one, I'm sorry. I, I, I love where I live, right? I love where I live. But to be honest with you, I, I tend to date outside of my um, city. Yeah. Uh, definitely my and my state. Yeah. Like, you know that song, All My Exes Live in Texas? Like, I've dated so many women that were originally from Texas, mm-hmm. the area, or somewhere in the South. Like, um, I think I'm more, I, me personally, I'm more slated for, for that kind of woman than I am. Uh, um, they work if you want them to work. Yeah, I mean, you can make anything work if you, that it works. depends on if you're motivated. Um, like I said, I, I'd import, you know, I want to start an import business. And they don't have to last forever. I mean, at the end of the day, and I'm one of those people, I'm a believer. Um, if you, and you just said it, anything that you want is requiring work of some level, some magnitude, um, gotta be creative, gotta be willing to go that extra mile. That may mean some FaceTime. That may mean adding more travel to your schedule. Um, like me, I keep a backpack. And for the last three years, maybe, I've been trying to get back into long distance relationship because the reality is I'm not meeting anybody in the Florida Keys. That's just mm-hmm. not happening. And I don't want to date anybody in the military. I'm not about that life. Really? What's wrong with the military? What's right with it? I mean, what's wrong with, I'm sorry, not the military itself, but I mean, dating someone in the military um i don't date military men what if he's a four-star general uh more power to him. like no wow y'all so close i mean but i grew up with a military family um i just I, it's a special individuals i try to stay away from military men doctors particularly surgeons and police officers. Wow. What about, um, oh yeah, you said you wouldn't date a minister. Yeah, but I went to seminary and that's part of the reason why I would not. Oh. Uh, she says, I don't date cops or lawyers. Um, what about what about if he's a clown? Would you date a clown, Stephanie? Professional clown. Okay, because I was like, it's a whole bunch of clowns in life. <laughs> <laughs> So put out there. He went, he went to clown college, so he's a legit clown. He's not no <laughs> like, a whole lot of clowns out in the universe. Um, 
I think just a job is about, a job. Just think about it. Uh, is he making a six figures? That's a clown. That's a little under six figures. But just think, he can make uh, he can make those um, balloon animals for your son every day. And he also probably scares half of the children and adults of America because people are terrified by clowns. Fire women. He won't do it. The bus drivers. What's wrong with the bus drivers? Fire women. I'm trying to think. Is there any profession I wouldn't date? Like. Uh, well, uh, maybe well, a porn star, um, or uh, let's see. What I'm trying to think, I date a cop. Why not? Then maybe she can fix. If I get a ticket, she can handle that. Oh, okay. <laughs> can I go on a date? Strippers? Would I date a stripper? Uh, well, no. if it's um. Not being serious, you know, if we're just, you know, having fun, you know. <laughs> we got so many preferences and what we won't do. That's why a lot of us are still single. Man, I date a, <laughs> I'm trying to think, Mary a stripper? Hell, wait, Mary's not a stripper? Are you asking, is Mary a stripper? No, he's asking. Mary a stripper. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being silly. Never marry a stripper. No, hell no. No, I wouldn't marry, I don't think I could marry a stripper. No. Yeah. It's not, I used to, um, in my business back in the days, I used to do, um, because in Calgary here, we have our strip clubs, um, you, you flick, instead of putting dollar bills, people flick our loonies and what they get in return for the, <laughs> the loonies, they would get posters. <laughs> so I used to design the posters and I used to, uh, um, print the posters and the women are like, you know, it's, it's, it's not the occupation that makes them unmarriable, but it's the, uh, it's the attitude towards life and it's the intelligence and all the problems that come, you know, with their, with their lifestyle, not necessarily the occupation itself. You know, if she was smart and she knew what she was doing, I would be down. But a lot of them, I had one girl pay me in loonies, like stacks and stacks and stacks on loonies. And she was counting every one. It was like, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, it's funny. I can't, I guess I can't say what I wouldn't do a hundred percent because you never know. You meet someone, you fall in love and it may go against what you think in your, you know, but I don't see it. I, you know, as for a current stripper, definitely not. Um, if it was stripping in her past, you know, I don't know. I mean, who knows? But um, I don't, I don't see that. I mean, everybody's got a past, and I, I tell you though, I don't date actresses. Probably more than even strippers. So, huh? I've had too many. I've had too many nightmares of of uh, dating actresses. There, like, no, that's, that's not a good look. So, I don't know. Like, someone who's trying to become like a celebrity or famous, I'm I'm always uh, leery of them, and you know where their loyalties will lie. So. But I think I with this online dating and what we were saying earlier, again, if you're not having these real conversations and going deeper than the surface, you're not going to find out a lot of things about a lot of people anyway, because they're not trying to tell you. Right. That do you part. got, 
do you guys think that I don't think online dating is is a, I don't think it's meant for everybody. I think it's meant for the the people that want to have sex, um, you know, want to have a one night stand, and <clears throat> you know, or for the people that are really attractive. I think. Um, so I think you- for everybody else. Oh, online dating. Say that again. I said so ugly people can't be on online dating. On honest to God, unless it's on he e harmony. But I think, like I, my experience is like I think that I I kind of really thought about. It. I'm like, you know, real dating happens when you are at church or when you are around social settings where people can because there's a there's a barrier of trust, right? And it's hard to sometimes it's hard to get to know somebody on an app, especially on a text when you can't even call them to kind of hear the tonalities of their voice. I think that when you meet people in social settings where you have mutual friends, it's easier for the walls to come down and it's easier for you to, you know, to to strike a conversation with somebody when you have mutual friends and mutual interests and, you know, a common knowledge about each other. Uh, I think it's really hard online to determine all that mm-hmm. um, you know, because people just have this, like people think that they just have this idea of what partner they want. And then if someone answers the wrong way, then immediately they ghost the person or block the person and go on to the next person. That's not natural when you're trying to find a life partner. Right. You know, you have to really get to know somebody and you can't do that on those apps. There's so many things probably- missing I ain't trying to call anybody out on this platform, but I see that a lot here. Like people will, I listen to people's stories and they will cancel people out for the smallest little thing. It's like, wow. It's like, y'all mean. (laughs) I thought I was, (laughs) y'all some mean people. (laughs) It's like, wow. I'm like, you know, I'd be like, I thought that person would seem pretty cool. Okay, so what's an example of little things? Because what's little to you might be big to somebody else. Okay, I can leave room for that, but it could be, you know, um, it could be where they're at in their life. They feel like it's not right, or they said something that how can I say this? I'm trying to think of something specific so that I can kind of, you know, I should have, maybe I should have had specifics now, mm-hmm. but, okay. but, uh, Hey, Lala. um, but, um, I don't know. Like, I mean, I get it is true. It is in the eye of the beholder, but sometimes though, people are people, man. And people of make course. mistakes. People, people don't always say the right thing and people are nope. get nervous and shy. But that's and, what I said earlier. A lot of times our prejudice our prejudices, our preferences, our what we will not is what's keeping us single. Um because a lot of those things that we quote unquote don't want are things that can be changed. They're cosmetic, they're not permanent. Um so I don't know. I a lot of people are stuck in this single dumb because what they want, half of the world ain't gonna be able to meet. And the ones that do meet what they want is already taken. They already got a boo. So. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> Steph says, I don't date men that can't spell. Uh, man. Listen. Hey, look, with spell check, I'm amazing. So. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, if we actually wrote down the things that we don't do and the things that we want, we missing out on at the bare minimum of it all. We are missing out on a lot of good things. Mm. Man. So wait, literacy isn't illiteracy isn't cute. Well, I mean, there's illiteracy and then not no, being not. like I'm not illiterate, but I I wouldn't say I'm the it's greatest speller of all time. That's not. It's not very indic. It's not necessarily indicative of someone who can't spell. Sometimes people are dyslexic. I'm um, dyslexic. I always have that problem. But we also have to have grace oh, in you. getting to know people and finding out what they're. And everybody ain't for everybody. So I'm not saying just go date a dummy. But Raquel, you almost got your points back after not giving me that one. Uh, just you know yeah, I'm gonna need you to let that thing go, bro. Yeah, that hurt. I'm a, that's gonna hurt all night. I have all the points. Whatever. No, you you try. Like, let's just accept this thing and move on. You just not want to do it. So okay, so hey ma is a bad entrant. It's a huge one, huge, huge problem for me. Oh, okay. So what's a good one? We always talk about what sucks. What's a good entry? There's no there's no good entry. There's 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 no good entry. When a woman likes a man, what I found like women that actually like me, they reach out and they say, Hey, they say hi. When they don't like you, they wait for you and they'll find anything to say, you know, they'll, they'll wait for you to message them and you, you're playing a random dice on what opener to say. Because if you say, hey, they block you. If you say, how are you doing? They block you. If you come up with some crazy, you know, pickup line, they block you. I think that, like, especially on those dating apps, it's either you, you got to be exactly who they are looking for. Because then at that point, it doesn't matter. Because women don't even hold themselves to the same standards that they hold men. Because yeah. their profiles have nothing on it. Yeah, They put all kinds of, you know, sometimes they'll put people in the picture and they'll be kissing the dog or whatever it is. And, yeah. you know, they get away with much more on the dating profiles than men do. I just think that when a woman likes a man, she will do anything to say what's up and say, hey. Everybody else, <laughs> just depending on the day, you you better come correct. But what does come correct mean? I mean, it's everyone's. <laughs> I think that's men is just like rolling the dice. Okay, you see that? She said, "I missed the punctuation block." Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, what did I not capital? Oh, Sunday. Uh, but I'm typing with my fingers though. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> hey, there is the worst, it feels pervy. Hey, there, yeah, and yeah, hey, there. Uh, YD, like, don't you typing with your toes? But mm. um, talked about, oh, sorry, no, go ahead, go ahead. I said the hey there. Women do that to me all the time. Is that pervy and gross? No, because they're women. 
Women can do that. Sure. I don't message. You've never messaged a man ever, Stephanie. Never, never, ever, ever, ever. Nope. Oh wow. What about you, Shannon? Have you ever messaged a guy? Me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. First, first. Yes. I'm not. I'm first of all. I am not beneath shooting my shots. Uh, my mother always says, "I don't know why you're so aggressive and where you got that from." But I'm in the business in the industry. A closed mouth don't get fed. Now I'm not about to chase you or court you, but I will acknowledge that I'm digging you and give you opportunity to dig me back. Hmm. Do you like that if a woman shoots her shot? Would you, uh, Ryan? Say that one more time. Do you like it if a woman shoots her shot with you? I, yeah, I don't mind. Like, I mean, it, I'm I'm 35 years old. I think at this point I'm open. <laughs> I, I'm open. I'll, I'll do it. Uh, you know, I'll let her do it. Like, I, I think I'm, I'm at the point where, like, my ego's down and I just, you know, I just want to, you know, I want a relationship. So, like, I don't really give a damn. <laughs> welcome back uh, uh, Dante I mean and I think at the end Andre, sorry I, I didn't... no problem I think at the end of the day we have to be honest about the engagement process that we're having um, and who we are attracted to um, and we were talking about this on one of our previous shows I think last year Sometimes you acknowledge that you find somebody attractive. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are doing all the legwork as the woman. And some people are inherently shy and they're like, oh, she might be out of my league. I'm not going to say nothing. Now, again, I'm from the closed mouth, don't get fed community. So if you don't say nothing, there's not going to be nothing involved. But I am one of those people who if I'm attracted to you, I'm going to let you know. Let me ask this question. Are some people out of other people's league? Uh, I think that's that's a, that's how you feel. Not necessarily true. No, really, no. Feel that way that people are out of their league. But I think people are out of their comfortability and out of their level of self-esteem. Um mm. I don't necessarily consider that being out of someone's league. I think if you esteem yourself to have good communication skills and are able to articulate, hey, I find you attractive and I want to get to know you better, then that person is not out of your league. But when you don't esteem yourself to have those good communication skills and say, yo, bro, I'm checking you out, I'm digging you, you fly, you get past, I mean, because the same guy come in right next to you and say the same thing you could have said, no. Nah. They're not out of your league. You just need to set the game up. Hmm. All right. So I want to get so Dre. Hey. So, hey, some, people are, some people are not on and so you feel like there's nobody out of other people's league? Who created the leagues? We did. Okay. Uh, so there, there's there's not like there's not one clear defining feature of what uh league people are in. Uh, and usually it refers to two things finances and looks and those right. aren't the most important things in relationships so we look at these leagues and 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 what happens a lot of times and more often than not 
right? We have two amazing looking people as far as what society tells us is amazing looking. And we say that they're in each other's league and they are toxic for one another, but fit each other's leagues. Or, um, you know, you have a, a, a beautiful woman, right? A beautiful, gorgeous, knockout, model-esque, you know, amazing dimensions, long, natural flowing locks, all that good stuff, right? Um, and uh, she's not going to talk to a guy unless they make a certain figure because that that six, seven figure matches her look as far as the, the, the league, as far as what she looks like. So if he's not going to be good looking, at least he, he'll be in my league if he makes a certain amount of money. Come on, that, that's, that's all vain. It's and it doesn't always quantify to amazing relationships. So we need to really move out of that, you know, stay in your lane business or stay in your league business because it's toxic for people's self-esteem. Number one, it create it, it, it sort of um, classifies people in different um, levels and categories, and it really doesn't show people's true worth and true value. So I I, I don't ascribe to to that league at all. No. Now, Stephanie says income levels define league, no matter how idyllic y'all want to look at dating looks as well. Some men just, well, you can say men and women. So uh, it, it depends on what you're looking for as far as dating. If you're looking for uh, amazing relationships, okay, amazing relationships, genuine connections. If the motivating factor is the looks, if the motivating factor is the income, you probably won't always find a good positive relationship. But if you're looking for the person's character, who they are on the inside, uh, if, the, if they're a person of integrity, things like that, how can we don't ever quantify leagues like that? How, how, you know, how can we don't ever look at it like that? Like we look at two, uh, a good looking woman and see them with a, a old, ugly, fat guy. And we automatically think he's got to be rich because there's no way she's in his, um, he's in his league. Come on, like we, we have to remove ourselves from that and start looking at what makes positive relationships, and that's great, genuine connections. And all that sounds great, but I mean, we humans do it. I mean, and I'm not saying that it's okay, but in the same manner that women are looking for six figures, men are looking for women with Coca Cola shaped bodies. And the reality is, and I saw this on a meme, it's like your person is out there, they might just be two jelly donuts outside of what you preference. But the, 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 I'm not saying, I'm talking about as far as what people define as leagues. That's what we're talking about, right? But that, but the point I make is that everyone's yeah. league looks different. It's usually tied and wrapped up in their preference. So, so that's why I said there is absolutely no quantifiable thing. Like you can't determine what leagues are. Like it's not like concrete. You can't say, well, this person's out of their league. How do you know that? They could be amazing characters. So. That, well, that's I mean, true. well, that, I, that's, that's oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I'll say this Shannon is not dating uh Roscoe, the, the bum, she's not gonna date him. But she was about to say, Don't speak for me. Wait a minute, you can say what that. I was gonna say was, Why you gotta be a bum? Like, why is it happening? so extreme like i'm not necessarily looking for somebody that makes six figures i'm looking for somebody with some drive and some work ethic because that person with his figures can lose his job next week for embezzlement so i'm looking for somebody who has okay. integrity and some good that, character okay okay not roscoe the bum roscoe the sign toiler the who 
the sign twirler. See, I think you don't like me. Why is it? You give me Can I say something? He's out your league. He's he's twirling signs. You don't want to date no sign twirler. No, that's not. I don't think it's the. I don't think it's the occupation. It's I think nothing. that the money. It's the culture that's around the six figures. It's not just the six figures. It's right. the mindset. It's the work ethic. It's how people manage their funds and whatnot that um, that kind of determine that league, right? Because there are social structures, right? Because I, the last girlfriend I was with, her and I went to the same school. Both of us didn't graduate high school, but I went on to do business and I went on to do different things. She kind of stayed in customer service world. And when her and I lived together, it was really hard even to talk about politics and talk about worldly issues because her mindset was completely in a different, different, different space. You know, we were equal because we both grew up in the same way, but I got like, I got educated. I volunteered and, you know, I, I, I met a completely different crowd and the culture is different. And that's why we're not together today is because we're just fundamentally different. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, I mean, that's look. Ideally, I agree with you. The idea that there's no leagues and all that, but there is. Like, I mean, it is. It, it sounds cold blooded, but it, life is cold blooded. Yeah, there is an echo. Is that me? It's not. Um, that must be me. Could it be me? Um, I didn't. I didn't come up with this. I, I would. You know, I didn't come up with this. Um. Now, I think you should go into it not thinking you're out of anyone's league. Because if you think that, if you think that, like, if you think that in your mindset, like, I, I used to be, a, I used to do sales, right? And they would always tell you, everybody's a potential customer. Don't ever think, like, that person is not, you know, uh, that you can't get that person, right? Yeah. Now, realistically, is everybody a potential customer? Probably not. But you have to have the mindset that I'm going to get anybody that comes in front of me. So, um, so I feel like if you take that into the dating world, it's going to serve you well. Yeah. Right. More times than not, you're not going to get everything you want, but you're going to do way better than you do. Listen. I, so I, 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 I do it way. You know, like if I was into her, I could pull a Rihanna if I if I wanted to, because I don't. I'm not looking at, you know. Like if I wanted to approach her and try to talk to her in my mind, you know, I, I can do it. No, and you I can. Think. You got to have that mindset. You got to have that mindset. Is he trying to get? I got you, bro. <laughs> Look, okay. Yeah, call me Hitch. Uh, uh, Ryan, generous with your money. What does that generous with your money mean? We are also talking about who just wrote it. Stephanie. All right, yeah. Like, what do you mean by generous with your money? Like, are you talking about being a sucker? <laughs> you know, like, are you talking about uh, she wants me to be a trick? <laughs> uh, I didn't say a trick. Okay. Um, but anyway, she'll she'll let us know. Um, okay, so we were talking about dating, and uh, we're talking about online dating. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of our conversation, we talked about how we went down um, uh, memory lane and we talked about the approach 
when guys used to approach women in public. Mm-hmm. Now that is uh, no longer. Uh, oh wait, he uh, Dre left. Uh, I was gonna get his thoughts on it. Um, since there's uh, more people here, uh, I'm just, I'm just I'm wondering. With we have several women in the audience. Do you guys wish that men um, approached more in person, or do you do you like the idea of of um, going online? Would you prefer the the face to face approach? Yes, men in Houston don't approach face to face. For sure, face to face. I like both. Okay, um, but I also have to get in where I fit in. I live in. It's yeah, I like the face to face. Me personally, you know, Calgary, we don't approach uh, a lot of feminism here. See, that's another thing too. Is they had that whole thing about the um, the hollaback. Do you remember that? Where it was like they were they were talking about how. Um, they call it street harassment when men would uh, approach women. Do you remember that video that came out a couple of years back, Shannon, where they were trying to cut down the uh, yeah the cat calls and stuff? But see, though, it wasn't even cat calls though. Like cat calls to me is like when you walk by a um, uh, a construction site and they're yelling out stuff. Sometimes it was just guys saying uh, "God bless," and they were saying that was uh, that that was. Uh, you know, men being too much or something like that. People don't want to be approached. People don't want to be talked to. But see, though, here's the thing is you have a group and this is, I need to move to Chicago. I had to beat the men off of me. Uh, <laughs> hilarious. Um, a lot different than Texas, that's for sure. Yeah, well, you know, well, I'm not going to say nothing about Texas, but um, <laughs> but uh I don't know, man. You you get these different thoughts and opinions about what should be done. You know, the uh, you have the like the women here are saying they like the face to face, but then you're getting a lot that said they don't want to be approached too. So some guys are just saying, "Screw it," you know, I'm not doing it. Uh, there's cat calling and excuse me, miss. I just wanted to tell you that you have a beautiful, you have beautiful eyes. Please enjoy the rest of your day and then walk off. Yeah. Yeah. Some were saying that's, that's inappropriate to do that. Mm. You know, I agree with that. And then, um, I had a woman that used to come on this show often. She said that, that, um, that men shouldn't hit on women in public like that that it was you know that those days are over and you know you don't know how many times she'd been hit on that day and she may not want any you know you know want to be hit on anymore you know that kind of stuff so and my favorite one is that the one that women hate is um when when the when a guy tells you to smile do you ever get that well you don't need you always smile (laughs) that's why i was like uh, that's really not my problem. I... But, but uh, that happens a lot. Uh, where the whole well, you're not you're a smiley sister, but a lot of sisters. I was, 
I'm out. I was not smiling like a tourist. Thank you very much. I was smiling like myself. Mm. I can't help it. Like, that's just who I am. You get all of my teeth in every conversation. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because, yeah, you, you saw each other a couple of, what was it, a month ago? Yeah, about almost a month ago. Oh, okay. And you guys are going to see each other again, right? Yep. All right. Cool. 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 All right. He's going to take you to, uh, what is that place? Uh, Ralph's? Ralph's. We hope so. <laughs> Look, we hope so. We I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this, Shannon. Make sure you don't eat too many of his hot dogs because he's going to go don't ballistic. <laughs> you don't even have to worry about that. I don't yeah. eat hot dogs. No worries. And, and leave them eggs alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not eating his eggs either. Like, no worries. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what an inappropriate comment. <laughs> if you you had to see uh, Shannon's show yesterday, <laughs> I just got a message. Uh, I'm pending. Let me see what BS awaits. All right, so I feel like this is a good place to end the show. To do our after show, uh, Shannon. How can we get you on social media and tell us about our show Sunday? Um, you can follow me on IG and Twitter and Facebook for like the president, Captain Jeffers, like the president. Um, and I am on Sunday nights here on Get Vocal, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The show is called A Set Up Our Woman. And I'm currently doing a seven part series on a relationship that you need to be right. And we will be doing a series, um, episode four of that seven part. And then if you like poetry, you can buy any of my books on Amazon.com. How about you, Kente? How can we follow you? Uh, you can follow me at Kente F on uh, Twitter and Kente Ferguson on Instagram. Uh, we'll be back next week with an all new episode. We'll be talking about uh, the smoothness of Shannon's skin. And she's going to talk about <laughs> everything she does to keep her skin tight. So that is going to be next week's show. So I know you guys are excited about that one. So, uh, and uh, you're going to have a live demonstration, right? I'll be just bring the hot tamales because literally I just ate like a whole box of hot tamales and drink like a gallon of water. Like, it's real simple. All right. Seamoss uh, is the best for skin. See? So maybe, uh, who knows? Maybe he'll come back on and he'll. Uh, it sounds like Brian's going to give the description. I've never used Seamoss, but I don't have no complaints. And it's good to yeah. All right. You guys have a great rest of your week and bye. bye.